0: The Connector Next Door is your invitation to meet the natural connectors all around us. They represent the everyday event planners who are energizing their communities
1: every single day. Their stories are familiar, fun, and full of charm. Your host, Lisa Garrow, is a lifelong event planner and has been a connection strategy coach for over a decade. She knows events can become energized connecting points where communities can gather and grow. Let's listen in as she strikes up a conversation
0: with today's Connector Next Door.
1: Kyle Craig is a martial arts black belt, wellness community builder, and the founder of the Wellness Dojo. When Kyle thinks about connection, he thinks about community. His journey to black belt took patience, care, and his ability to embrace the journey. It also took a network that was ready to support him, push him, lift him up, and yes, even knock him down in a healthy way so he could get stronger. With nearly 30 years in martial arts, he has brought the world of discipline, learning, self-exploration, and focus that martial arts taught him and created a community built to help anyone take control of living a healthier life. At Candy's first retreat, the Ultimate Event Experience, Kyle led us through an exclusive poolside martial arts 101 wellness session. The few of us that joined in felt a little bit out of our element as we were new to martial arts, but it was a warm welcome and there was a warm feeling of connection that made us all feel like we belonged. In our conversation today, Kyle shares how anyone can become a wellness black belt. Welcome back, everyone, to The Connector Next Door. And I have loved these little journeys that I get to go to, to visit people in my community, people that are really connecting the dots. And that, in our world, means people together, projects together, ideas together to really make our worlds a better place. So thank you so much, Kyle, for joining me today. I'm so glad to have this conversation.
0: Uh, Thank you for having me. Thanks for bringing me on your platform. Uh, I'm excited for for the chat.
1: So you are coming to our retreat next weekend and one of the really really cool things about not just this this is the first candy retreat two day deep dive retreat but the idea of adding wellness to our agenda is so important to me and when I was chatting with you about the work that you do it makes so much sense to have you on site and the little bit that I've been learning over the last few weeks here about the work that you do the fit with not just the fitness or the wellness aspect of what you do, but the community building that you do. I want to get into that conversation a little bit today, but I do want to start with a bit of a deep dive, if you don't mind. And yeah, if go. we could just go right there where I'd love to hear from you, what does the word connection mean to you?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a loaded question, but I love it because I mean, I think <laughs> connection can mean so many different things to different people, right? Um, to me, when I think about connection, I immediately think about community. Mm. Um, you know, for myself personally, I did martial arts from a very young age. So I started martial arts when I was about five years old mm. and I immediately, like very early on, I had this goal. I was like, I got to get my black belt. Like I just kind of <laughs> fell in love with the sport and I was like, I got to do it. And as I was talking to my instructor and asking him about that. I started to learn that it was quite a long journey to, to get to that point. like he had only awarded, I think at that time, like six black belts in his entire career. It wow. was not an easy task. It was not a business for him. It was very much about the journey and looking back at that as an adult. And after helping people with, you know, big fitness goals, those types of things, I, I was very pulled to the community aspect. Cause I kept asking myself, how did I achieve such a, such a goal that took me so long to achieve? I only achieved it one by the time I was 18.
1: That's mm. a long
0: journey to achieve a goal. Um, and there was a lot of times where I wanted to quit. And when I asked myself those questions, I'm like, okay, hey, what actually got me there? Like, how, how can I take that and help people the community and connection was a big piece of that. So for me, when thinking about what does connection really mean, it means community. And in that, it means this, this network and this community of people that supports you, that pushes you, that lifts you up, sometimes knocks you down, um, but in, in a healthy way. And it's, you know, I just think like we're stronger together. The more mm-hmm. connected we can be, the stronger we're going to be.
1: And I would guess like any fitness um, program anybody's on the idea of doing it consistently over time, a little bit of extra weight or a little more challenge. Um, we just get more and more connected, I would understand. So so the idea of you taking a long time to meet that goal again it's not just about where we're going to end up it's about what we're actually building along the way which is pretty incredible. Tell us a little bit about where you're at right now and and it's interesting and I actually had to Google this once we talked once and and um the wellness dojo I was like what's dojo I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I felt a little silly asking what it was. I'm like, I should just know that. So I had to Google it. Can you tell people out there like me? I'm sure I'm not the only one that don't know what that means. Could you tell us a little bit about what that means for you and why you chose that?
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate you bringing that up. It's it's funny (laughs) because when I created this wellness dojo, this name and kind of brought it all together. I knew creating it that I'm like, nobody's going to know what Dojo is. unless they've actually participated <laughs> Oh, I in shouldn't martial feel arts. so
1: bad then. <laughs> yeah, no, don't feel bad
0: at all. It's like, honestly, probably a horrible name, but it, but it means a lot to me and it mm-hmm. aligns really well, I think with just who I am in my own personal brand, um, which is why I brought it in. But to answer your question, Dojo is a place where in martial arts, you go to learn. So that is kind of like your training space. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's to be respected. Uh, Like anytime we enter the dojo, we bow. Anytime we leave the dojo, we bow. Um, but really what it means to me is it's a, it, it is that place where you go, where you feel safe, where you're there for personal growth, but really the dojo itself is a community. It's a place where we go to connect. It's a place where we go to learn. And, you know, we challenge each other in the dojo. We learn lessons. We have failures. But it's always that place that you can go to where you know that, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to learn something. I'm going to go and I'm going to become better when I walk out the door. I'm going to be better than when I walked in every single time. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where that name comes from, is taking that experience that I had in martial arts and saying, how can I help other people, even people who aren't interested in martial arts? How can I take that and, and give them something similar so that whatever their goal is, they can also come into a space, come into a community, come into connection and leave a better version of themselves, leave more capable and leave more empowered.
1: And how beautiful is it? And and maybe sacred is, is a little heavy of a word possibly, but to reserve a space for community. Sometimes we, we dumb it down. We say we're connected. We say we have a community or we're part of a community it's something that is necessary, but not needed, not something, you know, it's a nice to have, not a need to have. And, and what you're describing just almost feels like something that could be an open door to really honoring the time with someone else and someone else's journey and that other people are feeding into your journey. Is that something you notice when you're there? even in your own coaching, where people lean into it. They're like, oh, I just needed this. <laughs> just needed yeah. this today.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting because we recent, I recently just started an adults-only class. I've been wanting to do it for years. Ah. And, um, you know, I run the martial arts side of my business is uh, very much like a sidebar side of my business. For many years, I kept it completely separate. And I kept those two worlds um, separated from each other, but we recently started an adults only class and there's people who go to this class and, and, and kids as well. But particularly I notice it in the adults who are trying something new, they're going in, they're scared. They feel like they're going to look like a fool, right? They feel silly going into it. And then they come back the next week. And then same thing, like you hear them make comments like, oh, I look I look so silly or I look so dumb or, you know, <laughs> all those types of comments. But then when I ask people like, well, why do you come back? If every time you come, you, you feel that way, I'm like, why do you come back? And it's because it feels good to be a part of something, right? They come to something, they're doing something for themselves, first of all, which is so important, but then also they're they're a part of something. And just that feeling of being a part of a community like that. It keeps people going, like you said, like with with fitness and with exercise and those types of things, there's a reason why people really enjoy going to a spin class and those types of things. It's because they feel like they're a part of something. They're a part of a mission together. And I think that's just so important in terms of just consi- even just maintaining consistency, like you said,
1: mm-hmm. it's having
0: that system that's around you that makes you feel good and keeps you active and keeps you going
1: hmm. It's really interesting that you say even a spin class, like I, I used to go to the gym a lot. And I started just recently going back to the gym. And one of the motivators was I was going to go biking. I, I was speaking in PEI a few months back. And, and I'm like, what do you do in PEI when you're alone? And <laughs> so I booked this tour, four day tour to bike in PEI and, and see the sites and just see it on a bike. And I'm like, well, I'm so out of shape. I need to get back. And and so I was going to the spin class. And I tell you some of these women in the class, but they are just booking it and they're just going like crazy. And I'm I'm on my little bike and I'm just like trying my hardest, you know, to get this done. And I was joking with a couple of the ladies after and like I I'm you're going double what I'm going. Like, you, you know, as far as your speed and and your energy and your you know cheering and all that. <laughs> And and what she said to me was, I actually learned from the gal beside me to stick with it, be there, and now you're beside me. And so, you know, we can do this together. And I feel really great about going back because I feel like there is there is that cheering each other on. And I think we, you and I have talked about this before, but this idea of martial arts being maybe more of a, a personal goal setting, a mm-hmm. personal activity, personal sport as opposed to some of these other team sports. And in that, and for myself, I'm more of a personal, I guess, sport person. But within that, you can still build community. When you're working with the adult class, <laughs> like what you're describing, it's not just necessarily about a personal goal. We were chatting offline a little while back, and and you were telling a story about somebody that actually set a goal and how you opened up the community to support that person towards their goal? Could you tell us that
0: Absolutely. story? So inspiring. Yeah, no, I love that story. So thank <laughs> you. Um, yeah, I had a, a client that I worked with for many, many years, and um, they had actually like achieved quite a bit. Like they had set this goal to to lose a bunch of weight. They reached this massive goal, and the funny thing was when we when we got to that goal it was almost like there was a roadblock of like, what's next, right? Mm. It's like, it's like, now what do I do? And it, it almost started to become a little bit of self-sabotage in that sense of like, I don't, I'm so comfortable trying to achieve something that now that I'm here, it's like, it, it's just like uncharted territories. Yeah. And Interesting. so, yeah. And so through coaching and through some conversations, um, we came to a place of like trying something new. And so this this particular individual decided they wanted to try and run a triathlon. They had never done a triathlon before. And they're like, that's something that can push me. Well, they trained for a year, um, trained through the pandemic, or at least through like the, the first half of the pandemic. And we finally found like, okay, we're ready. We set a date. We picked a race, scheduled it, paid for it. And it was, I think maybe a month, a couple of weeks before the event, they ended up canceling it because they just, they didn't have the resources. They didn't have Mm. enough people because of the pandemic. And it was just crushing. Like, just imagine you've worked so hard for this goal. You've, you know, started biking again for the first time in your life, which you could relate to it. (laughs) Right. The swimming and the, the running and stuff like this. That's a lot of work that goes into that. Um, and then finally feeling ready and then having it stripped away from you, it was just crushing for this person. Mm-hmm. And so what we did was we reached out or, you know, my wife and I, we, we, we got together we're like, okay, we can't just let this go to waste, like all this hard work. I mean, it's not to waste, but when you've worked so hard for something, you definitely want mm-hmm. to hit that finish line. Right. Um, and so, yeah, we got together and we brainstormed and we thought, you know, we've got this amazing community that we've built that that we have access to that we know would love to support anybody that's in the community and so we reached out to the community we said hey we have an idea we're not going to let this goal go to waste we are going to run this triathlon with or without um you know with or without the resources we're going to do this thing (laughs) and and so we did like we we picked a date we said okay this is the weekend we're going to do it we invited our community out as many people as the, as many people that, that could come showed up and you know it, it was amazing we we cheered this person on i have access to a, a lake in my community and so like we literally just showed up at the lake that morning we were all cheering <laughs> this, this individual awesome. on they did the swim got off got on their bike we had set a track of like we kind of measured out the distance that she would have done at the actual race and yeah, and we were like along the way, like we we're getting in cars and driving up to a checkpoint and cheering <laughs> around and then getting in the car and going back. And there were certain people at different checkpoints just holding up signs and my kids got involved. And um, it, it was really a beautiful experience to see this person that works so hard uh, be able to complete their goal but also to see people come together, you know people who don't hang out outside of a boot camp class or a mm-hmm. martial arts class or anything like that, and to see all these people come together just to support one individual knowing how hard that they had worked. I mean it was just it was such a beautiful thing.
1: And, and I think you had mentioned back then too that it was motivating others to possibly Absolutely. sort of the light bulb goes on and says, if there's a community like this, Maybe my goal is possible too.
0: That's, I mean, absolutely. Everybody has a story, right? Mm. Like we all have a story. We all have struggles. We all have reasons why it's difficult for us to do this thing. And I think by coming together and by sharing stories like this with new communities or with your current communities, it, it, only, it only lifts people up to, like you said, to go, wow if they can do it, maybe I can do something like that. And Mm -hmm. going back to my adults, martial arts class, there's a lot of adults that think about trying something new, right? But they don't. Mm -hmm. But then when you go to a class and you see, Oh, there are people just like me doing this or like struggling the same way that I am. It makes it feel a lot more encouraging, a lot more normal to, to step into that role and to risk looking foolish. Right. Mm,
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. When when you were saying that you set a goal to be a black belt or to, is it to be a black belt or to have a black belt?
0: Yeah, I would say be a black belt. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. When you set that goal when you were younger, that was a personal goal. How was your connecting self? Like this is really about you as a natural connector. Really a lot of people, some people grow into being a connector. Some people just sort of wake up one day. They're like, oh, I need con- more connections in my life. And they do that work others it's really coming naturally for them really from when they were young did you also see that as part of your world where you were you had set the goal you started working in this community enjoying the community but did you find yourself kind of pulling others into that community or encouraging people in that community as well
0: yeah absolutely like every time I every time a friend asked me about martial arts and stuff like I was trying to bring them to class and the funny (laughs) thing is like Martial arts is not an easy sport to to stay consistent with. It's, like I would argue it's maybe one of the harder sports because it is very personal. It's very repetitive. Mm. There's times where it is very boring because it's like very repetitive movements that you have to try and master, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I actually really struggled to get friends to join. But, but the really interesting thing was for me in particular, I don't know what it was, but just very early on, I saw my instructor, who was always a mentor to me um, growing up, even into my adult life. And and I saw his ability to have people look up to him and have people just this trust that he had built, right? In this group where where people, they didn't question it, right? Mm. It was like full faith that they were on the right path with this person. I saw that early on and I I, I was immediately... Grabbed by that, and that's kind of what made me go. You know, I I I want to be a black belt. I want to be like him. I want to be in that position where I'm bringing these people together and I'm making this group stronger as well. Um, but yeah, you're on this personal journey that you're you're trying to become a better martial artist. You're trying to become a better person. You're you're learning about discipline and. And, and loyalty and you know self-confidence and all these different things but along the way you're also falling in love with helping people as well mm, and it's like yeah th- the later I got into my martial arts career and even into coaching as well with with wellness coaching and fitness personal training all that kind of stuff it's like the more I got into that the more I fell in love with like lifting other people up um mm. Like one example is I remember at one point we go through kind of phases in our, in martial arts where, you know, we've got like the teenagers and usually when somebody gets their black belt, it's been, especially in our club, it it had been a journey for them. It was a long journey. And so then they're kind of like, okay, I've achieved this goal. I'm going to move on to other things. Well, as that happened, I didn't want to move on from it. I was, it was a big part Mm -hmm. of my life and I wanted to continue that journey. And so I got to a stage where I was like, I didn't have anybody to push me anymore. So my idea was, okay, I see these other up and comers. I'm going to help get them to be as good as possible so that I actually have somebody to train and somebody <laughs> to train with me and somebody to push me. And lo and behold, these these uh, two of my students in particular they come up and they enter the black belt division. They get their black belts and they're kicking my butt now.
1: <laughs> okay, You're like, wait I a second, what did I create? <laughs> but, yeah,
0: it's it's just this. And, and that's something that that we see in martial arts and that we see in our boot camp classes and these communities that that we've been fortunate enough to build is the people who are successful it's it's like in their nature. It's in our human nature that we just, we want to lift other people up as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. come along on this journey with me. Let me share my experience on what I've done and be able to help you with it. And that's the beautiful thing about community, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I answered your question. I went on. You totally,
1: well, you totally did. And I think that that's where, like some of us have to leave our egos at the door too, right? When you build yeah. a community and others are, are reaching goals, maybe that you hoped you could reach, or- they exceed where you've been and and that's the joy, I think, when we talk about connection that there's times in our lives, which is also the balance of of community and connection as well, where you've got, where you're leaning in, you're reaching the goal, and then there's other times where you're, you're stepping back or you're training like you were and giving that opportunity for others to really excel and be the best that they can be. Yeah. And then it'll, you know, things come back around again and that's that's the beauty of it.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned a really interesting thing, which is that ego aspect to it, right? I think probably most leaders, but I know myself in particular. I've I've really had some big learning curves in regards to my own ego mm-hmm. and helping other people, right? It's like really understanding like why you're helping people, why you want to help people in martial arts. When I first started, you know, teaching my own students and stuff like, I wanted to train people to be the best. I I thought everybody should have the same desire and impact and, and Mm, will and and want to (laughs) to be a champion that I had. Right. Right. I really had to learn this. Like not everybody's in it for the same reasons as me. That's right. Like let's, let's zone into like why they're here and try and make it the best experience possible for them. And the same thing with fitness coaching and nutrition coaching is like, yeah, I want to see like I want to see people get results because that makes me look good. That makes my business look better. Mm-hmm. Right? Whereas I've really evolved in that aspect of like, okay, this isn't about me. I want to help this person on their journey. It's not mm-hmm. about my journey. Um, and I think that that only just makes us better. And and when we can focus on that and make it about the community's journey and mm-hmm. not about my journey as the business owner or the coach then that just empowers more people to have the tools to actually lift more people up, right? Yeah.
1: Well, and and I think in that, they'll go on to be leaders. They'll go on to influence Absolutely. others. It is so much bigger than ourselves. And so if you were to think of something that you've learned in the course of your journey in creating community, in connecting with others, what would it be that we could learn from? What could we adopt or really put into action today that would make a difference in how we're connecting with others around us?
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, it's, it always comes back to why, mm, why yeah. do like, why do I have this community? Why am I building this? Right. And and that, for me, that's changed multiple times throughout my career. Like mm-hmm. why, like I just described part of it. it was like, when I first started teaching the why was like, because I want to prove that I can be the best instructor or whatever the mm-hmm. case was. Um, and that evolved to, I want to Im- make an impact on these kids, on these adults, whatever amount of time that I have them for, mm-hmm. I want to try and create the biggest impact in their life. Right. I want to empower them in, in the, the most powerful way that, I, that I'm capable of. So for me, it's, it comes down to focusing on why are you doing it? Like, what's the purpose Mm -hmm. behind building this community? Yeah. Right? And I don't believe there's a right or wrong answer. Maybe it is ego-driven, right? Doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you're not doing any good Mm -hmm. if it's ego-driven. But but I think when you really start to ask yourself those questions, then you start to tap into the connections within the community a lot more. Mm -hmm. Because now it's not just about, like, necessarily one thing, but it's about this purpose, right? Like, for Mm -hmm. example maybe there's a charity event and it's like, the goal is to raise a million dollars. Great. What's the Mm -hmm. purpose behind that goal? Mm, Because when you can tap into the purpose and you can express that purpose throughout your community, now everybody's going to be able to get on board more so than just like this goal of raising a million dollars. Right.
1: Yeah, totally. and, And I love that that is actually leading right into what our conversation is going to be about next weekend at the ultimate is we're talking about the whole first day is about getting grounded. The whole first day is about where are we showing up? How are we becoming more aligned with who we are and then what we project to the world? What is that, you know, that we keep putting out there? And then like you say, finding that why and then really working and living and in our world planning events with purpose because people feel it, they understand it. When we are in community, we can support each other and give each other that feedback and encourage each other in different ways. And like you said too, I love that when you were like everyone should be this way. (laughs) I, you know, I have a lot of friends that are not necessarily passionate about the things I am, but where we meet is that we are living on purpose. We're living in a place where connection matters. We're living where we want to create a a deeper community.
0: Yeah. It's like you kind of just described it perfectly is when I think when you get into the purpose it keeps the ego at bay but also the the connections that you have around you and the community that that you have around you they're just going to get on board so much easier to your Mm -hmm. purpose than to your ego right 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 the best example I could give with martial arts would be Not everybody cares about going to a tournament and winning first place. But if you can share the purpose behind going to a tournament and going to a competition and the personal growth that you go through, just, you know, having to get yourself to even just step up in front of judges, for example. Mm -hmm. Well, now it makes a lot more sense. Like I have a lot of parents like, well, my kid's not ready to compete. Like they're not going to win. I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's not about winning, especially that first tournament. That's not what it's about. It's about them proving to themselves that they can do it. And then from yes. there, the that's the start of their personal journey with like just sh- proving to themselves what they're capable of. Parents yeah. get on board with that.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally. And I would say a lot of adults too, right? Because a lot Absolutely. of adults have come through their entire life where they haven't been given the opportunity to fail, the opportunity to try and not know if you're going to win or not. Yeah. um and a lot of people are in jobs right now where they're they're doing the work that they're comfortable with that maybe they've just been doing forever and and not really allowing yeah. themselves to try <laughs> something yeah, that might I mean, be more fulfilling
0: <laughs> my client that we spoke about earlier who did the triathlon-huh they were scared like crazy to try that like yeah. they were terrified to have this community around them watching and this is the first time they've ever attempted this yeah. like, it was terrifying for them. Right, and there's a lots of times where like, ah, maybe I just won't do it. Uh, maybe I'm not ready, right? But it's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're ready. It doesn't matter if you have to stop and walk a little bit. Which, by the way, she never did. But <laughs> you know, it, that didn't matter. And when we when we really kept exploring and going back to why did you decide to do this in the first place? Mm-hmm. Well, now it's just like that constant reminder of like, oh yeah right when when you get to the why of weight loss or you know whatever goal that you have when you get to that deeper why it's a reminder when you want to quit that's like it's actually not about the goal it's about the purpose it's about what am i working towards constantly right mm, i heard yeah. something great from a mentor of mine once where it was like a goal is something that you can check off Whereas like a purpose is something that you never check off. It's something that you continue to work towards. Mm. So you should have both, but you, ha- you should constantly remind yourself of the purpose so that you can continue to work towards it. When you, when you achieve the goal, it's like, okay, that goal is done. What else, what, what's another goal that aligns with my purpose? I love that. And that yeah. helps keep pushing you forward it's the same way that it, it helps you continue to grow a community.
1: Yeah. I love that. I think sometimes we forget, right? We forget that, especially the people, many people listening to this are people planning or promoting their events for a business organization or group. They're very good at the logistics, the tasking, the checklists, the spreadsheets and the timelines. And we get a bit of a buzz from getting through, you know, that deadline, that deadline, making that connection, adding this thing, and it's very task-oriented. And like you said earlier, when we forget that there's a deeper purpose or a broader purpose to what we're doing, it does become a little lifeless because not only do we forget where we are in all of this or where the core of our business purpose is in the event, but sometimes we we lose either focus or the event is over and then everyone just heads for the hills because they're just yep. exhausted, burnt out, <laughs> and they don't even know why they did it in the first place. Like, It's so important for us as leaders in this industry to really make sure that we are coming back to that conversation with our teams or with the people in our communities so that they understand. And And even I work with a, a lot of people on getting sponsorships or partnerships for their events. That's even a, a more important conversation then, too, because if you want somebody to give you money for your fundraiser or to come alongside and provide some kind of service or support, and you can't articulate why, yeah, oh, the conversation can only go so far. So I love what you're saying as far as what you can leave with people today. Thank you so much. I, uh, You you mentioned at the beginning that martial arts was just part of the work you do can you fill us in on what does your work consist of and how people can get a hold of you and yeah. how would they actually engage you if they wanted to
0: absolutely yes yeah. so uh, the company again is the wellness dojo Um so martial arts is one service that we offer we have martial arts classes that you can come you can join um, and experience and, and learn martial arts but but also be a part of an amazing community And then we also just have wellness services that help give you the tools. Like I said, at the beginning, Um, really what we want to do is we want to give people the tools to feel empowered again so that they can live their life better and not necessarily depend on us, but rather have us there for support. So we offer mobile massage therapy. So we have massage therapists that will travel right to your home. If you're local here in Calgary, Um, we have fitness nutrition coaching that can be virtual or in person. And we have naturopathic medicine, uh, also virtual or in-person. Dr. Riley is on our team. He's a naturopathic doctor. He's brilliant. He's fantastic. Um... And yeah, people can look us up. Our website is just wellnessdojo.ca. Um, they can look us up on Instagram at YYc We're on Facebook, just the Wellness Dojo, and LinkedIn as well. And uh, also have the Wellness Dojo podcast as well, where where we we also try and like build that connection, build that community of healthcare practitioners of various fields. Um, to share their knowledge and to share their experiences on, you know, just how to continue to keep living a better life. Right.
1: Beautiful. And, and I'm so excited that you'll be with us next weekend. So if any of you are interested, I know we've talked a little bit today about the ultimate event experience. This is meant to be for anyone planning or promoting events that are looking to get grounded so that they can grow. That's really my, that's the love of my life when I get to do that with clients and with client groups that, Um, they're in one place and they they're just not sure why things aren't exactly working. And I think Kyle, you and I are on the same page on that, that there is that groundwork that needs to happen first. And then we can, you know, sky's the limit. So I'm excited that you'll be there. Thank you so much for saying yes to that. Um, If anyone is interested in taking a look at what it's about, again, registrations are closed now, but it's at candyconsulting.ca slash the Dash Ultimate, and you're welcome to connect with me there if anyone's interested in learning more on what that looks like. Thank you so much, Kyle. and and I will also be sharing all of your links and everything in the description here so people can find you. Um, awesome. but thank you again for this great conversation. Just so lots and lots to think about today and and to remind myself on how to re-engage with our community too here. I so appreciate it.
0: yeah, no, I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you bringing me on your platform and. Hopefully, I was able to leave somebody with at least one piece of value that they can take from the conversation. That's always my goal. So
1: fantastic. All right. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks again, Kyle. Thank you. The Connector Next Door podcast is produced by Candy Event Consulting where everyday event planners and their teams gain clarity, get connected, and grow in confidence. Subscribe at www.candyconsulting.ca to hear visits with everyday event planners who are putting connections first.